Welcome to Moments with Lori and Leanne on the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Lori Wildenberg is a national speaker, a licensed parent family educator of over 25 years, an award-winning author of six Christian parenting books. And once a month, Lori will be joining me to discuss complex topics such as parenting, discipline, and family relationships to hopefully help families build connections that will last a lifetime. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I'm so happy to have Lori Wildenberg on the show again. Hi, Lori. Hey, Leanne. It's great to be here with you. Yes, today we have a really unique topic and you you came up with this concept and I loved it. And it's what can we learn from parents in the Bible? There's so many things we learn from the Bible, but let's dig deep today to talk about what we can learn from the parents of the Bible. Well, I know one thing for sure that there's one thing I learned from King David, and that's not to do what he did. And what didn't he do? <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't discipline his sons. And we know how that turned out. So that was one thing I learned, <laughs> one of the many things. But let's start with Abraham and Sarah. And, you know, I just love that Abraham trusted without knowing the future. That's what we need to do as parents. We don't know the future of our children. Only God knows. And so we need to trust him and stop worrying because God is sovereign. He's in control or he allows things to happen. I say it all the time. Abraham went up with Isaac to the mountain, but Abraham knew that God would provide a sacrificial goat or whatever it was, a ram, because he knew he would have many descendants. And God kept his promise to Abraham and Sarah, even in their old age. So that's another thing we learn is about God keeps his promises. So can you share what your insights are about Abraham and Sarah and what we can learn from them? Yes. And I love that you brought up Abraham's trust in the Lord, but he didn't have complete trust immediately. He, he needed to really be taught how to trust the Lord. If, if you can recall in Genesis where Abraham, there were two, two fairly similar situations where I think he was, he was afraid and fear is something that gets in our way of trust. And because he was afraid, people have characterized it as he lied or told a half truth, but he didn't feel comfortable enough letting the Lord work through the situation. He was afraid that he would be killed because of his wife, Sarah, was so beautiful that these kings would want to take her. So he would say that this was his sister, which she was a half-sister, I think. Yes. And, you know, he didn't tell the whole truth. And, but yet the Lord continued to work with him. And as he found out that God was going to continue to keep his promises, well, he made the mistake again. So he did it twice. And then he came to the situation where with the sacrifice with Isaac, and he had learned that he could trust his God. And another thing that Abraham did really well is that when God told him to move, he moved. He had immediate response to God's will. And I think for parents, 
that's really important for us, not only to trust in the Lord, but also to trust so much that we can move forward, even not really knowing the outcome. And that's, that's kind of hard. That's scary. And, you know, I, I think of Sarah where she was, she's characterized as impatient, but my goodness, she was infertile all the way up to age 90. So I don't think that's necessarily impatient. That, that's human. I mean, I, I went through infertility myself and for five years, poor Sarah, she was infertile for 90 years. So she decided she was going to take things into her own hands. How many times do we do that? We grab it back and want to control things. So then she got Hagar to have Ishmael via Abraham, thinking that that was how she was going to, they were going to produce an heir. And God's promise would be through Ishmael initially is what she, she thought. So yeah, we have to learn a lot of uh, patience and perseverance and trust. And I think nothing teaches us that more than going through struggles with our kiddos and the cries of our hearts. And we know how that worked out for her when she didn't trust the Lord and took the matters into her own hand. It didn't work out very well. No. There was a lot, you know, a yeah. lot of animosity between the two of them. And it, it also caused problems for her husband, Abraham, as well. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, as a parent, we need to trust the Lord, even though we don't understand the reason why I think they're a good example of trusting the Lord. And how about Mary, the mother of Jesus? What do we learn from her? I always think about like a few things. Mary continued to praise God, even in the midst of her trials. You know, she continued to praise him and to trust him again. She surrendered to his will, even when, you know, she would be looked down upon as, you know, not a virgin anymore, unbetrothed, you know, woman who was pregnant. Back then, that was really, really a horrible thing. And her suffering drew her closer to the Lord, especially when she saw her son hanging on the cross. Mm. You know, she didn't curse God because of what was happening. It drew her closer to the Lord. So when adversity comes, God has given us an open invitation to come and find comfort and peace in God. So I think those are the some things that I found to learn from Mary. What, What do you think? I agree with all those. And she was so available to the Lord and she knew his word because um, when she glorified God, she was basically praying Hannah's prayer. And that, that is so cool. She knew God's word. And that's a challenge to us as parents to, to know the Lord's word and to be able to, I mean, she kind of stood alone, right? She was with God, but she kind of had to stand alone in the social circumstance. And there could be times where we have to make decisions to stand alone. It could be we don't want our teens participating in a particular activity, and we get a lot of pushback. Be like Mary, stand alone. And Mary also sought out a dear friend, her relative, Elizabeth. She had somebody that she could trust to rely on. And that's important for us as parents too, to have, to have somebody like that. And, you know, you brought up Jesus on the cross and, and how she was there. We are with our kids through thick and thin. And she was there not only as a believer, but she was there as a mama. Can you imagine? But she stood there with her son in the hardest of hard moments. 
she was with him. So we need to, that's a great thing for us to think about, to be with our kids, even in the very hard times, to be with them, to stand with them. Just our presence is huge. I think too, you know, Luke one twenty nine says that Mary was greatly troubled and, you know, when she found out that she was pregnant. And so I'm thinking about that as well. But then later, Luke chapter one, verses 46 through 55, you hear the Mary song of praise. She was troubled. So what did she do? She praised Jesus. As parents in the midst of our trouble and turmoil or, or watching our children suffer, whatever, Sing praise to the Lord because he hears that and he acts upon that. When we take the worry and make it our own, that tells God we don't trust him to take care of the situation. 1 Thessalonians 5, 15, 16, I think it is, you know, be joyful always, pray continuously, give thanks in all situations for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. As parents, we need to praise God even when we're suffering or our kids are suffering because God will answer our prayers. He will take care of the situation. I think that's so important. You know, I love that scripture shows us that Mary wasn't perfect too. I mean, losing God's son is kind of a big deal. <laughs> and, you know, they, she was caught up in all kinds of family things and the traveling, and she just assumed Jesus was with the whole family after they had been to, uh, what was it, a Passover celebration? I forget. I'd have to look that back up again. But she she wasn't perfect, and Jesus hadn't come back with them. He was in the, in the temple talking and, and preaching, and it took them three days to find him. And I think that kind of gives us, you know, a heads up here. She had the perfect son, but she wasn't perfect herself. Yeah. So think. Things still happened and, and to give ourselves grace when, yes. when we mess up. And, you know, back then, everybody kind of raised everybody. So she probably wasn't so worried because she knew there was other mothers, you know, watching over her son as well, because that's what they did. They were a big, large caravan that they would go through the desert. But so for those moms out there, if you lost your son in the mall for a few seconds, <laughs> don't feel so bad. Mary lost hers for three days. <laughs> but let's talk about Hannah. So the thing I found about Hannah is she knew God and his character. Okay. So when we read her prayers in the first two chapters of 1 Samuel, we hear her heart. She knows him as Lord, as God Almighty, the giver of all gifts. And she worships him knowing who he is and who she is in his presence. And I think we as parents need to make sure that we know God's character. So when we need to rely on God, we'll know how he will respond. We need to understand what he will do and what he won't do. It's so important because that gives us security as parents. And then Hannah yeah. seeks God honestly and humbly in prayer. She describes her prayer as pouring out her soul in grief and great anguish. And when she's finished praying, what does she do? She leaves in peace. She lets it go. She gave it to the Lord. She doesn't continue to hold on to it. That's just so important. Let it go. Let God take, let go and let God, as they say. And then she praises God in all her circumstances. That's what I, what I took away from that. And she said, my heart exalts and triumphs in the Lord. My strength is lifted up in the Lord. There is none holy like the Lord. There is none beside you. There is no rock like our God. 
So this is what I took away from Hannah, that she just trusted the Lord, that he would provide her with a child, that she would have to release that child back to him, and she would praise him in doing that. You know, I just, I can really relate to Hannah, and I I would imagine, especially moms of kids who are going to be missionaries, could really relate to Hannah. Hannah prayed that prayer. She so desired to have a baby, and her husband was like, well, how come I'm not enough? You know, he, and he, he was thinking she should be fine because he loved her the most. He had two wives, but she so desired to have a child. And her prayer was so big and so fervent that the priest who was there while she was praying thought perhaps she was drunk because she was praying so hard and so big and her mouth was moving and nothing was coming out that he could hear. But she didn't care. She she prayed like that. And then, like you said, Leanne, then she she left it there. She left it with God. She went back. She had a nice meal and she slept with her husband and ended up getting pregnant with Samuel. So, yeah, when you trust God, that's when he steps in, when you let it go. Yeah. And it was it was a beautiful thing. And she also she kind of made a deal like she's basically said, if, if I, you know, am able to conceive and have this child, I dedicate him to you. He is yours. And once this, once little Samuel was weaned, probably around the age of three or so, she brought him to that very same priest who had overheard her prayer. And he grew up in that particular temple. Now she didn't have her hands completely off it. She still maintained relationship but she was a person of her word. And I think dedicating our kids to the Lord and being a person of our word is really important for our kids. It's, it's integrity and to have that integrity, which she totally had. And that integrity, I believe, spilled down into Samuel because he became Israel's greatest judge. So I, he probably learned that from his mama. Yep. <laughs> I love that. When you said that, I just got the Holy Spirit goosebumps all over. We have a lot to learn from the parents in the Bible, Lori. This was just great to to do this episode with you. Maybe we'll extend this another time and bring up some more parents in another episode. I would love to do that with you. That would be so great. And we never stop learning. God's Word is always teaching us. So again, this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that can now be heard on the Edify app. 